Hello, sisters. We have a great guest today for you all. Silvia Melendez Klinger, award-winning author and co-founder of Hispanic Food Communications Inc., joins us to talk nutrition. She's been a dietitian for over 30 years, and she shares a lot of great tips and strategies to help us make better and healthier decisions for us and our babies and toddlers. Since Paulina is out on maternity leave, we have a surprise co-host joining us, so stay tuned for that and for a special giveaway announcement at the end of the show. If you're an avocado toast kind of girl, gal, person, you are going to love this episode. <laughs> Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia, and we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome to the Super Mama Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista and he was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. And we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Carista, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm -hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted and he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. ¿Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super mamas! <laughs> Hello. Hello. Come on, Tita. <laughs> if you're going to take over Palina's seat, <laughs> okay, let's do it. You got to get on it. Let's do it again. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your version of Palina's laugh? Yeah. <laughs> do I sound like her? Hello, sisters. Hi. And non moms. Hello, like. mamacitas. Uh, we have a non mom co host with us today. We figured we could with relate us. with us. <laughs> We figure we can relate to our young millennial audience. <laughs> Welcome, tits. <laughs> Elizabeth, our little younger sister. Hello. I am glad to be back. <laughs> it's my third time. I know. Shout out. Uh, if you guys did, haven't heard her episode, go back and listen to... I forgot to what episode it is, but I I'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hell yeah. <laughs> she is her new producer on the show. For anyone who did ooh, not know ooh. that. She's been working hard behind the scenes. And since Paulina is taking vacation time, vacation, <laughs> vacation. time. Uh, so Paulina had her baby. So she's not on vacation. You guys, all moms who are listening, no, it's not vacation. Maternity leave. I have not seen her since the birth because my family has been sick and I did not want to get the sick, the baby sick. But you have been there. Yeah, I've seen her a couple of times. Um, I was there with her basically the entire time that she started having contractions up until like three o'clock the next or no i slept over that night mm -hmm. i was there with her for like 48 hours so that was like really crazy just like getting woken up at 2 a.m like it's coming and i'm like oh my god oh my god okay let's like let's let's get centered <laughs> let's get let's get chill i don't want to freak her out because I'm the only one here. Well, it was me, her, and Ramiro. And no one answered their phones. You didn't answer your phone. I did Jackie not. did not answer her phone. <laughs> and I was freaking out because she said, I was like, oh my God, so 
is your doula coming? Like, is your midwife on her way? Like, is it just going to be... This is 2 a.m.? This is 2, 2.30. And she was like, yeah, they're on their way. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. And then because I've never been at a, at a birth, I was just like, okay, it's going to come out right away. Like, it's just going to come out. <laughs> and she, I was like, do you know how, like, if anything, do you know how to deliver a baby? <laughs> He's like, Elizabeth, it's not going to come out right away. We have time. <laughs> you told her Yeah, that? I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, you're prepared to deliver this baby, right? Oh, You've taken hilarious. enough classes. And then Ramiro was like, I was with her in the living room with her on top of a ball, trying to get her centered, trying to like keep her relaxed and, and whatever. Well, I, babies are out of the house. My oh, mom, yeah. My mom took the baby. Yeah, Krista and Sabino weren't, weren't there. And um, all, and then I hear Ramiro um, like blowing up the, the pool. <laughs> and she was just like, I already told him. Like I told him like he should have done it like a while ago. And I'm like, you're fine. It's fine. It's going to be okay. Oh. In the midst of that, I'm like, are you ready to have this baby? <laughs> And then the, and then the midwife came and then she was like very chill, very zen. And I felt so much better. I was like, OK, I'm not going to deliver this baby by myself. <laughs> and then I didn't tell you the day before, like when she called us and she said her mucus plug had come out. I was like, all right, call me when the doula gets there. Call me when the midwife gets there. I'm going to go home. Yeah. And sleep. I, I was like freaking out since like the mucus. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, it's ready. It's coming out. And no, it took a long while. A long while. A long while to you, but if for any mom listening. So Tuesday, she texted us her mucus plug come out like around 5 p.m. And she delivered the baby at 6.46 a.m. the next day. So... To you, it might seem a long time. But yeah, from the contraction time, from 2 a.m. to 6.45, I'm like, that's only like four hours. Like, that was nothing. so fast. Yeah, that's so fast. So we'll let Paulina share with everyone what happened. What happened and the entire story. But I just wanted to get like Elizabeth's point of view because <laughs> from a non-mom perspective, how did you feel? It was... I... She had me watch a birthing video beforehand, so I felt like I was prepared-ish. Um, but I felt very, like, it felt right. Like, everything felt like everything was happening for a reason. Everything was coming together exactly the way she wanted. It was so beautiful to see everything that she ever wanted, like, she wanted come true. Mm-hmm. Like, how it was so fast, how, like, she did it. She, like, she didn't want any medication. She wanted her husband. She wanted her family there. And, and that's what happened. Yeah. And then that's what came about. And, like, it was just so beautiful to see this baby come out of the water. And it was it was insane. And shout out to you for the GoPro skills. Oh, yeah, the GoPro. I had to be there for Paulina while also being a director of this GoPro underwater. <laughs> so, like, as soon as I she she got up and she said, like, it's coming, I'm like, okay, let me put my hand in this water. <laughs> like, don't even think about, think twice about it. I just, just put it in and I got it. I got it on camera. And it was really great. We have the entire thing on camera from, like, her, like, working through her contractions. Mm-hmm. And we'll wait to see if she wants us to publish it but yeah well i'm glad you got to be experienced and be part of it because you have you weren't there for i wasn't there for any of your births so so this was i think this is the best one 
to oh, this definitely have been that 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 was definitely the one to be at yeah <laughs> because all the other ones have been traumatic in some in some way or another um so this week on the show we have sylvia melendez who is going to talk about nutrition uh you know, I think that we've spoken about sort of like a relationship with food that we've had all our lives. Paulina has spoken about her um, her journey with gestational diabetes while she was pregnant. And it's it, to me, it was incredible to see her body transform while pregnant and seeing like what a good diet did for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she looked incredible. She looked great. She was always glowing. Her skin was amazing. Yeah. Every time I saw her, I was like, you look great. I was like, like you look better (laughs) and she actually lost weight Mm -hmm. like um from the moment that she was diagnosed with gestational diabetes and the way she changed her diet she never really gained weight but the the baby was always very healthy when um one of the things that the midwife said to us was how healthy her placenta looked Mm -hmm. which i thought was really cool um the midwife gave us a placenta tour she called it Mm -hmm. and she explained to us Every part of the placenta, almost was, like a that, science project. Yeah, that was crazy to see just like an organ like mm-hmm. right there in front of you. And like they were just like lifting everything up, <laughs> telling you which side the baby saw, like which side was the mom's side. And like hers would look really great. And they explained to us like what the difference between like a good placenta and a bad placenta. And they were like, this is a really great placenta. Yeah. The part that was attached to her mm-hmm. was super clean, they said. There was like no fat tissue. It was just pure like lean muscle. And I thought that was incredible. And I was like, wow, it's so crazy. Just like the fuel that we put in our body, like the food that we choose to eat. Exactly. Um, and, and we always forget about that. Mm-hmm. We always we always forget that we need to eat healthy, not just because we want to look good, but for our insides as well and our brain development and our brain development everything everything um we'll talk about more about our health pick and tips at the end of the show but um i want you guys to really take notes on this episode i think that for those who are raising children for those who are pregnant for those who are maybe going through postpartum Mm -hmm. um even me i learned a lot yeah right (laughs) this episode was so like insightful and just I love Sylvia's sort of approach of not being stressed about it mm-hmm. by making it a lifestyle. Making it a lifestyle, making it like being con- like not kind of not m- making you feel bad about eating unhealthy, but just like making you feel great about being mm-hmm. healthy, about like just like positive rightness around it. Make your diet a lifestyle. How does that yeah. song go? <laughs> you're you're cool. Oh, you're the cool. You're the cool um, sister. Um turn my diet into a lifestyle no it's like something a lifestyle it's like a it's like amigos i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna find it all right oh wait it's a drake song turn my birthday into a lifestyle yeah turn my birthday into a lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) i think think right when that song came out (laughs) that right when that song came out it was almost my birthday and i was like i already got my caption for my birthday (laughs) but i did not do that All right, ladies, enjoy our interview with nutritionist Sylvia Melendez. Hello, Sylvia. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me in the show. It's such a pleasure. Oh, no, it's an honor to have you. We've read so much about uh, what you have done and the nutrition uh, 
realm of the world and it's always great to talk to somebody who is a specialist yes. and definitely an expert in the field and having you in the show is so well needed um it's so well needed because you totally want to of course every mom wants to have a great eater at home right <laughs> That's my dream. Sure. <laughs> it's not really happening, but that's my dream. That's my goal, my ultimate goal. So I need all the help I can get. Before we get started, um, Sylvia, you're a nutritionist. Please tell me that you had trouble introducing foods to your kids. Or please tell me a mom fell moment that you've had. Or introduce yourself to, to, to our listeners. But please make us feel normal. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And it just doesn't happen. In fact, you know, my my first, you know, my daughter was always, you know, she was pretty good, pretty good eater for the most part. But then came my son, who was completely opposite. I, I mean, he's 20 now, and he's still, you know, having issues with some of the foods that we, we serve at home. But That's my brother. You, yeah, let, let me rest, uh, rest you assured that even in my home, I struggle. And it's funny because my friends will come home, and I say, I can't believe your son doesn't like any vegetables. And I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm, we're working on it. So I think, you know, but, but what I have learned is that, you know, you can't give up. You, the more you introduce these things to them, the more you find creative ways and the right foods to put in front of them, eventually it will end up in their mouth, you know, which is our goal. And again, it's just little by little because they don't have to actually, as Latina moms, we think that, you know, they have to finish everything on the plate, that they're going to be malnourished, no saben alimentar, you know, they, they just, we just think that these kids are going to be completely malnourished. And then we hear from the grandparents, from my, you know, the abuelita, the tias, and everybody. And, and you have to remain calm in the midst of everything because even a few bites will be enough for the little bodies and their little, um, you know, they're growing. And some little bites will, you will believe, but is this sometimes enough for what they need because they have tiny little stomachs. And sometimes little bites and little spoonfuls, it's plenty of food for them. So don't have to feel like you have to eat, you know, they have to eat a well-balanced diet with food from all the food groups at every meal for the minute they're born. <laughs> I think that's like, that's my biggest struggle when they don't finish their food. I'm like, why aren't they finished their food? They're not going to grow. But yeah, you're right. You know, their stomach is so little and sometimes we forget that we just want to force them to eat everything on the plate. Yeah. And this is why my pet pee all the time is like you said that, don't be the cleanup play mom <laughs> because uh, that promotes overeating in a lot of the kids, especially Ooh, when that true. is a great that tip. Is true. Yeah, when we reward him with food, it's, it's something that we need to keep in mind that that just promotes more overeating when they're full and we don't want to do that. So, you know, whatever they eat, that's going to be, they have a mechanism that we sometimes distort it from an early age. That's true. That Very it isn't. That's an Instagrammable quote from you. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about you, Sylvia. About a little bit about your career. Why? Um, what you dedicate your? What? What is your life passion? Just introduce yourself to um, to the moms that may not have yeah. heard about you. Sure, but you know, I being a dietitian and now a registered dietitian nutritionist, as they uh, some people in Latin America calls us, for over thirty years. So I have wow. two kids, and I will say that. I had a light bulb moment when I was in high school. They had a class about meal management, and I saw my friends who were taking it, and they were doing, you know, planning menus and working with the food groups. And I thought, wow, this sounds really something that not only will be good professionally, but I think I'm going to apply for whenever I get married, have children. 
Uh, and I have never looked back. I absolutely love nutrition, love what I do. I am very passionate about sharing it with other people. And this is why, you know, every day I wake up, I hope I can touch somebody's uh, in a way that really helps them to be more relaxed about the things they put in their house and they're eating and that they don't have to really be out there creating this elaborate meal in order to be something healthy. That the simpler the meal, probably the healthier it will be. Like some uh, frijoles, uh, arroz y aguacate, and that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. You know, aguacate con tortillas, you know, and some, and some frijoles, you got it. I, it really doesn't take much. And, I, you know, that you bring me a good point that I always think that, you know, it's the combination of foods that really makes it powerful. So I always tell people, when you combine two or three things, especially three for a meal, two for a snack, then you're taking that meal to a whole nother level. So if you mm. have the avocado, you know, with the beans and the tortilla, you have three different food groups right there. And that is powerful food. That is what we talk, you know, when we do these great combinations. Uh, because I know in itself, they're really good, of course. Uh, you know, and we'll talk more about avocados, you know, and how wonderful they are at any stage of your life. But when you combine them with, you know, when you mix them up, even that nutrient density moves to a whole nother level which, you know, that's what we want to achieve. Okay, so let's talk about our children now. Um, what advice do you have for, for our super mamas um, in, in introducing solids to toddlers? Because I, th I know that can be very tricky. I think when you hit that sort of toddler stage, um, it's sort of when kids start saying no or they, they're a little bit more vocal. So what advice do you have for our super mamas? Yes, aside from just remain calm, don't worry about it. <laughs> whatever, <you know. laughs> that's okay. hard. It's totally okay. Uh, I think there is three things they need to keep in mind more than anything. They need to keep in mind that they need to choose foods that are nutrient-dense. And by that, I mean uh, foods that have, you know, quite a bit of nutrients in them. Like, for example, avocados, you know, they have fiber. They have uh, the good fat. It has uh, also a little bit, you know, folate and, uh, you know, the, and potassium and other nutrients. So you want to find foods that are nutrient-dense. They have a lot of nutrients and vitamins in that one particular food. Secondly, you also want to add variety. So let's say you day, today you put in, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, mashed, apple, um, mashed bananas on their plate, uh, let's say for a snack. You might want to do another one the next day or another meal, even something else. So variety is what also makes sure that you have new, different nutrients in your diet. Because really what we need from each of the nutrients is quite little, really, and even smaller for toddlers and babies. It, it's very tiny amount. So right. when you have a one, you know, one foot here and then another one there, then that assures that you have different nutrients. So the variety of things that you serve them. And then the other one is uh, kids like neutral flavors. So aside from, neutral. you know, try, trying to get foods that are, you know, have a lot of nutrients and then giving them variety. The one thing you need to understand is that kids you know, how they think different than us. So you want, you know, you want, they don't want, kids don't like foods that are touching each other. So for mm -hmm. example, when you're dipping something, that's what they like. They like dipping. Let's say you have carrots and you want to dip them in ranch dressing or you want to have a, um, um, you know, like a bin dip and you want to, you know, dip something in there. So they like to have the food separate. So even when I serve them dressing, you put it in a little container. Because you don't okay. want nothing to, to touch. Mm -hmm. And then they also like sense. flavors that are very neutral. They don't want flavors 
but are too, uh, the aromas are too strong or bold, as we say. So flavors that are very mild, and avocados fit perfectly on that because, you know, they're very mild. The textures also are perfect, and you want soft textures, especially when they're little, when they're toddlers. When they're little, you want foods that are very, very soft and easy to swallow, that they don't mm-hmm. have to chew it because they only have a few little teeth in there, if any. So yeah. you want things that are very, very soft. But also remember that the aromas, have, this is why we start with, you know, with cereals. We start with mashed, you know, uh, bananas. And then now you can start them also with mashed avocados. You know, things that are very soft, that are pretty looking, and that also deliver a lot of nutrients. But don't have a lot of aromas as well. What do you recommend as an ideal food for them at this stage? Okay, so, you know, we always, one of the things we always recommend is that we, of course, you always check with your doctor first. Your pediatrician uh, will be the person, first of all, who will tell you, okay, your baby, whatever, you know, it's ready to have solid foods now. And they might tell you exactly, you know, uh, start with cereals and maybe the rice one. You start with the mildest one and then you move on. Avocados is another perfect food now that we have actually, you know, recommend Highly recommend also for, mm-hmm. for as a first food because all those qualities not only has, you know, very, very, um, you know, a wonderful texture, mild aroma, uh, and also the uh, nutrient density, it really calls for a wonderful first food. So we highly recommend avocados as a first food also for, uh, for these um, kids who are studying, you know, these babies and toddlers who are studying with the first foods. I also think that um, we need to be very patient. You start one food at a time, and then you weigh a few, and then you start another one, you know. So you also have to work that out with your physician and your dietitian to make sure you're starting things slowly, to make sure there is no allergies or anything, and they're, they are getting used to that. I mean, remember when you try something new, it might take you a while to really embrace it. And sometimes it's actually the way we serve it that really is appealing. You know, there was a study recently that showed that um, kids that were introduced to first foods um, and they were given, let's say, um, a quarter of a banana, you know, or uh, maybe a slice of avocado. They did not like that. They, But when you cut it up, they gobble it up. So sometimes cutting things in little pieces and also letting them pick it up with their hands so they can start working their motor skills also is very advantageous. So don't give up. If you give them a slice of something, you know, cut it up in little pieces, mash it up. And, and they sometimes even mashing it, you know, when they start getting a little older, they don't like the mashing. They like to have it in little dice sections. So this is why sometimes you see baby foods uh, for, you know, as, as they graduate, they'll see them in a little, you know, more dice because they will like that. They like to keep them um, pick them up with their little fingers and right, put so them like in their Right, to like make mouth. it fun for them, right? Like not just... Make it a fun thing to eat, Make like to look exactly. pretty, to smell pretty, Absolutely. and for them to actually have fun with it. Because actually, mm-hmm. when they can do it themselves and they start touching them and they start feeling the texture, instead of us just like trying to put it in their mouth, make it a whole experience for them. Exactly. And you want them to, and you don't want to put sugar or salt or fat, any of that things in their food. I mean, really, and as much tempted as we, I seen some moms who are like <laughs> facing the baby food, like, oh, this needs sugar, or this right. needs salt. You do not have to do that. Trust me. There will be plenty of times when they're older to do that. When they're little, 
do not, you know, they are just getting used to learning about that food naturally. And that's the best way to do it. And this is why you choose foods that are, you know, that have different nutrients so that they are gaining enough for development of their bodies. Um, and I cannot stress yes. enough about avocados because that good fat is something that we actually need as babies because that's what gives you the brain development. So it's important that we give them the good fats. This is why they also say do not coat the fat on the milk and the dairy products because they need that healthy fat for the babies. And avocados deliver a wonderful fat, which is unsaturated. It's, uh, it's, it doesn't have any cholesterol, no salt, uh, and delivers the good fats that are needed for that brain development. Because they're delicious. The Who doesn't like avocados? Because they're so good. Exactly. I mean, they go with so many things. You know, you mix. You can mix them up with mangoes. With I mean, just you know, there's. I just made a salad the other day with jicama, mangoes, and and avocado, and it was so. And then I put mm-hmm. a little bit of citrus juice, like a little bit of orange it juice. It sounds delicious. It was so good. It was so good. And and this was I, I was giving a class for for um, very young kids, getting them introduced in the kitchen, and I'm telling you, they were squeezing the orange and putting the lemon juice and the orange juice in the salad. And they finished, I mean, they were so happy eating all these things because I think when they get a chance also to prepare, to help in the kitchen a little bit, um, they learn to appreciate all these foods. And then if you can tell them a little bit about the nutrients in that food, it's going to be even, you know, it's going to be cemented in in them as well. And it's going to create some longevity of uh, good, healthy habits for them. Well, now that you're talking about, now that you you talked about having the kids being involved in the kitchen, I'm I'm assuming that that's a really good tip to, you know, creating healthy habits, eating healthy habits from from the start. But are there other tips you can give us to creating healthy habits from the start for kids? Uh, Again, I think all of us moms one, a great eater, and a kid who eats his vegetables. Right, right, right. <clears throat> I think sometimes too, hiding the foods a little bit, you know, helps to increase the amount of vegetables that you are in- introducing to them um, in soups or dips or spaghetti sauce, you know, things like that. You can you can kind of mash things up and in, in mix them up a little bit when they start getting a little bit older. <clears throat> but I think another thing is, you know, I always stress the fact that right. we need to make that time peaceful. You make the time peaceful. You don't make a big deal about something. You know, and also setting an example. Even when they're little, 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 they really, I mean, it's amazing how sponge, they're like a sponge. They can see your verbal cues. They can see when you don't like something. They get all, you know, they are learning everything from you. So if you set up a good example that you're enjoying healthy foods in the right amount of portions, you sit down, you enjoy, and you have pleasant conversations. You know, that's creating a good relationship with food as well. And that's, I think, so critical today because we see a lot of girls later on when they're teenagers that are, you yeah. know, in diets from the minute they are in school already. I remember my daughter was in first grade when somebody started to tell her, I'm going to go on a diet. And I'm happy to say wow. that my daughter has never been on a diet doesn't need it in never ever ever and she's 23 right now it has yes. never been on a you diet and i'm very so proud, proud of, of that because i think you want to create that have, yes you want to have in this good relationship with food and this is why you it starts with the home with what examples we give them even when they're babies they can sense you know the tension in us or oh will he like it or not or you know oh he's not gonna like that vegetable no we have to come with a positive attitude 
this is good. And if he does, if he doesn't eat it now or she doesn't eat it now, we can, there's always tomorrow or there's always another meal to do it. Or, you know, it may be creative, maybe another shape, maybe another, you know, um, dunk it with something. You know, you can always do, find creative ways. And now with the internet, you know, there's a gazillion things to be creative. I mean, even on the, um, Saborea Uno Oi website, we have, you know, recipes for like smoothies. Uh, with avocados, even uh, avocado mousse. Um, I mean, there is like a lot of pancakes even. I mean, muffins. There is so many recipes out there that where you're incorporating some of these great foods. So I think, you know, we can find more creative ways also to do vegetables. Uh, the other day I created Ooh, a, I love uh, a cauliflower rice. That's my favorite recipe. I love it. I love it. And I thought, you know, I had a little hesitation that is back on my mind thinking, okay, kids are not going to like that. Well, Sure enough, you know, we put the lime juice, a little cilantro, we put the avocado on the side, and they, again, you know, we're very happy eating this cauliflower rice. So, so you know, and I help them to grate it with un rallador. You know, I mean, you try different things to really, uh, they got a love, you know, they have to have a love with food and the kitchen and really an appreciation for the things that they are eating and they're making themselves. So I think that as they grow, you know, the more you keep them in the kitchen, the more you keep a positive attitude and a nice ambience, they will learn to really have a good relationship with food. But I right. think it starts as babies. I think one of the things that I really loved about your web, about the website, <clears throat> um, obviously all the recipes that you have, the avocadocentral.com, but I think one of the things that I really appreciated was that there are recipes that you can use same ingredients for whether you have a little baby or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. baby and you can mash them up, but you can also prepare yours. You can use that leftover, either you can freeze it or if you are one of those moms that doesn't like to freeze stuff, you can just put it somewhere, add add more, add a couple more ingredients and make yourself a great smoothie in the morning right. or even just use the same ingredients to make yourself a salad, like you said. So I, I think that's one of the things I appreciate about your site and, and we actually are sharing um, three recipes on our own website, superamaspodcast.com where moms can uh, create their baby food into their own lunch or own breakfast because I think that's one of the things that also moms you know when you're sleep deprived when you are just like tired you don't you your creativity levels are very low and then sometimes you don't know what to make sometimes also what happens with moms per usual we always put ourselves last so we're like thinking about what the baby's gonna eat and then we're like hungry and we're like oh that's right I forgot to make food for myself I think that, um, you know, having those foods like that, having those foods that are, you know, nutrient-dense around the house, um, you know, everybody can totally eat them. There is no question that some of these things can really actually uh, end up also, you know, some of it can end up in our own lunches or dinners or lunch, you know, anything that we can stretch them out during the day for the rest of the family. Well, thank you so much. I'm really excited with my new baby to start trying some of these recipes and, you know, to do things a little bit different from the other two kids that don't eat vegetables. <laughs> so hopefully this third baby will eat my vegetables. And uh, I love of your advice. Thank you so much. Also, avocados have been one of my favorite foods through my pregnancy during breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks. So I love them, and I'm hoping to introduce them to my kids as well. That's great. Again, you know, remain calm, and you will, you know, these kids will end up eating these vegetables later on. So don't Thank worry you. about Thank it. Thank you for that. Little, you know, start with the <laughs> that gives ones. me hope. <laughs> start with the mild ones, and then keep on going to the other ones, and, and you'll see that, you know, they'll, they'll get, it'll get better. <laughs> don't give up. 
I, that gives me that gives me hope. Sometimes I feel like the worst mom oh. in the world when my kids go to school and there's other kids that are eating vegetables and all these things, and I'm like, my kids don't want to eat that. Okay. But thank you for no that. Problem. That reassures oh, me. Thank you, Sylvia. Where can listeners go for more information? Yeah, so um, you know, there's uh, great recipes and more um, information about nutrition and avocados at loveonetoday.com or saboreaunohoy.com. Um, also, um, you know, I have my website too, hispanicnutrition.com. You can find also recipes and other information in there. But loveonetoday.com, you can find some of these wonderful recipes, great nutrition information, and anything about avocado. Um, you know, we call it the Avocado Central Station there. So you'll find anything information out there and also talk more about how to introduce this to your, you know, to your little ones. Thank you again so much, Sylvia. I hope to have you back on the show. We love you. Um, we've had some other conversations off mic where we We've learned so much from you about nutrition and really just about having a healthy lifestyle. And I love your like, don't stress attitude, yes. um, which is what we're all about here in Super Mamas yeah. podcast. Um, so thank you again. And we hope to have you in the show again. Yeah, I can. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Sylvia. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We're back. I think... After listening to this, one of the biggest things that I took away from it was that her daughter, who's 23 years old, like two years younger than I am, has never been on a diet. And that's just so like strange to me to think that like Mm -hmm. we're all like very conscious. And I'm like, wow, like if you start very young, like there really is no need to be on a diet Mm because you're always you're you're picking the right things from the start like yes right. you can have like your fries now and then but like your core food your core nutrition is like very healthy and very great for your body right like though your your body's already trained to crave the right things in mm-hmm. some way and it's cool to have a burger in there it's cool to have anything but that's not what you have every day yeah that's like the not the norm she's amazing i i love her and you know she was brought to uh she was introduced to us by the team at loveonetoday.com saboreaunoy.com who we're partnering with this season to bring you avocado recipes and also they're doing a really cool contest all you really have to do is take a selfie with you and your baby follow at saboreaunoy on instagram and hashtag your photo saboreaunoy contest and you are going to win a year supply of avocados oh my god which i wish i would win for the restaurant <laughs> yeah for real i'm like with the prices of avocados yeah. this, like this time i'm like yeah i can make as many avocado toasts as i want <laughs> oh yes uh okay but let's see that let's get to our super mom picker tip of the week our super mamacita edition super mamacita edition what are you into so Reese, well, for a while now, I've been really into like working out. Um, and one of the things that I really wanted, I really been wanting to buy this for a very long time. And I finally took the plunge a couple, like a month or so ago. And it's my Fitbit Alta HR. Awesome. You got me into buying one of those because <laughs> I saw how you, I think Paulina was really into it for a while yeah, too. Paul, I bought her her Fitbit because she, when she got into like the fitness mm-hmm. camp, she really wanted one and I never really saw a need for me because I was like, whatever. But now that like, I really want to track my progress, really want to track mm-hmm. my steps and like, um, what do you like the most about it? I love being able 
Okay, there's a lot of things that I love about this. But the heart rate monitor. Mm-hmm. The heart rate monitor is number one just because I can know when when I'm burning fat and when I'm going like above it. Mm-hmm. So like I always feel so like, it feels so rewarding to be like, oh, I burned this much. of Like I burned like 15 minutes worth of fat. Like hell yeah. Like <laughs> I feel so great. And then the steps. Oh, also... You can put as many steps as you want to take per day. I have 10,000. And then at 10,000, it like, there's fireworks coming out. What? Yeah, there's fireworks. So like you really feel like that level yet. <laughs> yeah, so you feel accomplished. And like I, the first time I did it, like I was just like, oh my God, I feel so healthy. And then also I get text messages. I get calls. So if I can always have my phone on vibrate, I just look at my wrist and I'm like, oh, Breeze is calling me. I have to answer this. <laughs> I know I was really in the fence about getting either the Apple Watch or the Fitbit. Yeah. But I just the thing with Apple Watch for me personally, I just can't have that much technology on my wrist because or else I'm just gonna be constantly yeah. on it. Yeah. And I'm already constantly on my phone. Right, right. I feel you. So I I got the Fitbit too and I actually got like the silver It looks really good. I it looks like, really the chic. silver insert and I freaking love this. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, and when I work out, I'll put the other band on. Mm-hmm. Well, my pick is going to be this book that I just started listening to. Uh, and you guys know that I love audiobooks. I actually like have heard more books than read more books this year just because of the time we spent in our cars here in Los Angeles. And just personally, it works for me. But this new book I'm listening to is called Headstrong, which is written by the men who founded bulletproof the brand and the entire book is about how to make your brain work better and how you need to burn fat instead of sugar Mm -hmm. so i just started listening to it and i think i'm like four chapters in but even just the beginning of it is just so much knowledge yeah he was one of the speakers at the tony robbins conference oh really and he gave us um he gave us that book actually (gasps) That so book I have is it. I need so, to listen to it. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it David makes Asprey. sense. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. And he really breaks down the way your brain thinks, the way how sometimes we forget things and how it's not normal to live that way. And mm-hmm. how sometimes, you know, we, we get ex- we get really tired, we forget things or we have mood swings or uh, sometimes we're talking and we lose our train of thought. That happens here in the show a lot. <laughs> and how those things aren't normal. And how a lot of people just keep on going and living their lives that way all the time without doing something about it because Mm -hmm. everyone else is like that. So you're like, okay, that's a normal normal. thing to do, but that's not normal. You should always be performing at your best. So I'm really excited to maybe like to get his tips and maybe implement those in my life and see how those change. But I'd love if you guys hear the, you know, the book along with me and then send some of your thoughts about it. So yeah. Awesome. Well, that's another show. It's uh, really, it, you know what? I didn't think it was going to be awkward not recording with Paulina, but it was a little bit for me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I know you and I talk all the time, but yeah, but it's like a different like way of talking or I don't know. I miss her. Yeah. Not that you're not good, but like, yeah, it's like <laughs> Paulina. Like I miss her too. I'm like, Aww. where is she? And like, and I text her. I'm like, I'm like, she's not going to respond in like forever. Like I know like she's busy. Yeah. So. I just forget, like right now, when I was driving here, I was thinking like, wow, she's like in that 
she's in that she's like in the trenches right now where she's not getting any sleep mm-hmm. she has two daughters mm-hmm. i i honestly i'm very proud of her because mm-hmm. like she hasn't like she's I, I don't even know how to explain it but she's always keeping the like her keeping in mind like the other girls mm-hmm. as well as keep like being loving to seek that it's like always like oh no like they need their attention too and i'm like you i'm like you can do it all like you are doing it all like you are being like a super mama right now because like you can balance everything right now like you're awesome yeah so any yeah it's great so sending love to my sister we miss her we really want to get you guys her birth story up here on the show as soon as possible and i promise that we'll bring that to you because i know uh, we were on the insta stories yeah and i thought that was really cool (laughs) you know i was like in charge of like just like keeping all the moms um along for the ride because all of you sisters are part of our family and we felt like you we owed it to you to show you you know to the, be there to as be well. there with us and feel our feelings and see what it was like because you've been there from the beginning <laughs> when we announced like when we like she got pregnant she got pregnant and, like her pregnancy journey and now no and how she wanted to have a home birth mm-hmm. and how she was able to to me like the most amazing thing was like you said like to see that her vision became a reality yeah she was incredible like, like when i saw that video incredible when i saw that video that you did for her i was oh. like that's what she wanted yeah she wanted that video of her doing that mm-hmm. and and that's what the video that she sent me and she would she reminded me more than like two times <laughs> to watch it because i was like i don't know if i'm ready she's like watch it watch it watch it and i'm glad i did because i captured that vision for her and i felt like I did something really like nice for her. I know. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, sister. So don't forget to follow us on our Instagram. I'm, oh, you can say your Instagram to do that. Go. I'm at I'm Liz Lopez. <laughs> but you can find us at at underscore super mamas on Instagram and super mamas podcast on Facebook and super mamas podcast.com on the web and we will see you next week see you super mama super mama <laughs> <laughs> bye